Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers uh, doing a, I guess you could say, it's going to be very difficult for me to structure this uh, podcast, mainly because um, I realize that uh, we're on the precipice of uh, so many things coming together. Um, the crises that uh, are being generated around us with this, within us, uh, pitting people against each other and whatnot. Um, it's all coming to a head. Not that many people realize this or the ones that will bat these away and say, you're just, you know, you're just a doom and gloomer and you don't understand anything. Oh, I understand things. Even from my uh, precarious position in my own life, um, which I'm not going to delve into here, but I'm in a uh, you know situation that uh, doesn't put me in the best of circumstances. But uh, whatever, doesn't mean I'm not paying attention. As we know, you know, this weekend um, the attacks uh, in Israel and now the counterattacks that are taking place, and this is just feeding a frenzy of mindless drones of people who jump on each side counter arguments and suddenly the history book gets flipped open and everybody goes back and determines that you know somebody did something to use a f expression that many people have uh trolled out for other people uh, going back you know 80 100 a thousand years or recent incursions or um determinations and of course, this has always been a sore spot on the globe. You know, I could say going back to the Crusades. I'm not going to pretend to be, be a Middle East expert. I'm not even. I'm not even sure the people who say they're Middle East experts are experts of anything, uh, especially if they come from the U.S. State Department. I don't care if they're you know, Israeli-born or an American Jew or, or if they're you know you know. Related to Hamas, Hezbollah, uh, Iranian, Syrian, Saudi Arabian, a member of uh, Qatar, Egyptian. I mean, there's so many people who always have their, it's like a massive elephant. This is humanity, by the way. Massive element, el elephant. Let me spit it out. That everybody's reaching for and they're touching it and they say, aha, I got the answer. Aha, I got the answer. Everybody's got the answer. They're in a room, and it, actually the room is well lit. I mean, all the warts and sore spots and the elephant is visible. But each one's handling their own piece, you know. And, they, and they're not blindfolded. They're just biased. Um, everybody's biased. But this is, a, this is a, a, almost a microcosm of, this is a small piece of a bigger agenda. I'm being competed with, by the way. There's a guy about... 50 yards from me or 100 yards away. I don't know. I can't tell y'all. Close. He's got his mic out. So <laughs> he beat me to it, by the way. So I didn't, I wasn't parroting him. I just decided I was going to do this today. Oh boy. He's going to be distracting with the stupidity. So we're heading into this uh, maelstrom. That's what the title of this uh, podcast is. And so many folks are so. You know, they'll say they're not clueless. Everybody likes to pretend that they're well-informed about all kinds of things. Even I do. Let's face it. But at the end result of all this, uh, the globalist parasites, or um, I've, uh, I've extended this to globalist elitist parasites, Jeeps. That's my new terminology for them. Just to create my own term be my own person so we know they're elitist and there's a whole bunch of them but they 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 look at the world as their little playground to destruct and this comes out of dc i'm anti-government now <laughs> very so yeah they can the fbi can put me on their mega extremist list and they can uh you know eventually they can tie me down to a chair and waterboard me and you know prop my eyelids open and 
or electroshock therapy or do whatever the hell it is that they think that uh, pleasures them. Uh, I don't give a fuck. That's where I'm at with all this. Um, I've, I've gone through the stages of grief over watching my country twist into this contortion, this disfigurement, this, uh, this evil monstrosity headed up by people like fucking Joe Biden, you know, and people counter, well, what about Trump and all this? I mean, I'm so tired of this. So tired, tired, tired of this from people who are supposed to be American citizens. Of course, they're not. They're, they really aren't. They don't care about this country. A lot of people just have absolutely, they don't care about the Constitution. They don't even know what the Constitution is supposed to represent to them. And most of all, it's the government people that are the worst of all. These people are given, we pay for their, they pay for their sinecure, their, their uh, position in life. They're, 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 they're loathe to admit it, but without, <clears throat> without the private sector, they would be nothing. Because they wouldn't, they, there's no way they, they don't do anything. They don't produce anything. They just, uh, they just, uh, parasite off everything. And that's the whole point. Uh, one of the things that I said today is that, uh, if you're paying your taxes next year, don't just don't, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer going to try to beat around the bush. I'm not an activist. I didn't, you know, I didn't vote in 2012 or 2016. And, and I voted in 2020 and uh, sadly I voted in 2004 for uh, for uh, the antithesis of Bush but it wasn't the antithesis it was just another globalist I mean Bush and uh, Kerry and Bush and Gore they're they're attached to the same coin you don't get a the, voting for the the dichotomy of 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 the 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 snake or whatever, however you want to call it, uh, doesn't help. We do need a third party. Uh, we do, we need, we need, we need more than that. We need much more than that. And one person, there's no one person that can solve this problem. There's no one person that's ever going to get this out of it. If you can't get a, a country on the same page, it's over. I will say this for the people who are in certain countries or and I don't know. I'm not even sure Israel is totally united or I'm not even sure. Like there are so many factions in every country, but you have to when the the uh, the most violent and, and this is a sad thing to say when the most violent get in charge, they rule. You know why? Uh, you yes, the United States has the most weapons, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And we've done. We've, we've ruined our reputation. It's beyond comprehension that we got to this point. And that, uh, and this isn't, un, this wasn't, this isn't new news to me. I just thought at some point, <laughs> I, I maybe self-deluded my own self. I thought at some point we would, uh, we would, we cut, we would cut this bullshit out, but it never did. You know, whether it be started in Vietnam or whether it got carried on in the 80s with the Iran-Contra, <laughs> Iran, always, Iran, Iraq. There's just certain hot spots on the, they, these are just places where there is no rule of law. There's no, there's no hope. There's just easy ways to, you know, uh, create money laundering operations and kill people indiscriminately and, and uh, cause pain and suffering. And we're part of that. We fund both sides of all these situations. We know that we sent six billion dollars to forward to Iran just recently, and people will complain and say, "Well, it's targeted for humanitarian." A dollar is a dollar is a dollar. If you have six billion dollars in your left pocket, and then someone puts six billion dollars in your right pocket, and if you need to pay for something and it can't come out of the right pocket, you're just going to reach in the left pocket and pay out of that fund. So spare me the the you know governor switch on whatever this is it's it's bullshit and it's being held by what cutter i think is where it's at a guitar however you want to pronounce it okay 
<laughs> do you think those people have any particular uh, uh, problems with uh, uh, making uh, making go arounds? I mean, come on, use your head. There's so many banks, so many evil banks, Deutsche Bank, JP Morgan. You can start landing them all up. And internationally, it's even worse. Cyprus is like the money laundering operation of the entire fucking world. You know, if people want to make make transactions, uh, go through enough operations. I mean, this is just this is just basic. People say, "Oh, that you know, you're 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 a conspiracy theorist." It's like, no, that's just the way it is. That is the way it works. That is the way this whole fucking thing works. Everybody's corrupt. Your governments all around the world are corrupt. They're penetrated by, you know, corporate fascism, and and and, and these people hate you. They want us all dead. Don't think they don't. The only reason why they want to keep some of you around is just because they think there's something useful about you. Maybe you're a good little programmer, or maybe you have a, a good little innovation that they just haven't got a hold of yet. But once they get a hold of it, they don't need you anymore. They'll get rid of you if you don't play ball. <laughs> they only want they only care about you if you have some useful value to them. That's it. That's the that's the end game for these people. So, you know. You can cry all you want. They wouldn't be this depraved. Oh, yeah, they would. See, they don't do it. They don't do it directly. They do it indirectly. They have cutouts. They have people that they have minions. They have people. I mean, you just saw a, a massive strike put together. What was it like 5,000 rockets or however many rockets got launched into Israel? This was planned for months. It's an operation. Use your head. These people all sign on to this. What do you think militaries are? Just because you know, you're not a patch to this stuff. Too many people in the civilian world, by the way, just think that this stuff just doesn't happen or occur. There's planning, there's organizations, you have military contractors. That's what their whole point is to do. That's their whole, that's their whole objective to create more lethal ways to kill people with the least amount of visibility by you. They don't want people to pay attention to this stuff. The media doesn't inform you on any of this. You know, they're civilian. The, the citizen journalism is, is the only way you're going to know anything. And even then, that's spotty at best. But, you know, when you see buildings collapsing in, in parts of Gaza and all these other places uh, in that hot spot, and just like Ukraine. But, you know, there'll be a media silence eventually. Uh, I mean, I'm only discussing this from what I uh, saw off Twitter, of course, you know, and, and what I saw off Getter. And I'm sure there's all kinds of other platforms that were posting this stuff. People don't want to live in that. And, and then I, I, I saw a post earlier was talking about the beheading uh, videos that you don't want to, you know, you'll, you'll have nightmares. Yeah, no, you're right. But you know what? We have such a soft society now that we need to bring that back. I don't know if it, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to, I don't want that. But I know what you have to you have to rub these people are need to have their faces rubbed in that shit so that they understand so they realize what really goes the fuck on in the world. Pardon my French. Because if you don't. This is how the atrocities just continue. And I'm not I'm not justifying any of these people. Death is death. That's what these people at the top want. And, they, and the bankers are just gleeful. Raytheon stock goes up. General Dynamics stock. All these military outlets. And yes, they're attached to the United States. Don't you think that the same thing's going on overseas? China gave uh, Iran $400 billion for 25 years. They're supplying the same thing. Maybe not exactly, but, you know, a dollar is a dollar. This maelstrom is going to get worse. And, you know, then we have the border crisis in the United States. And people like, and, and I guess there was a report out saying, oh, Hamas has a cells here. So, yeah, that, I wouldn't doubt that. You know, my lizard brain kicks on. I get suspicious of people. I've, you know, being that the campus is a relative, uh, since I'm at Purdue University, and I'm on campus and it's fall break, the only people that are left here are people from the international community. So there's a higher propensity of them. Now, I'm not judging all of them. I'm not. I really am not. But I don't know. It'd be very easy to, to, especially on a university campus, to do this, even with all the, because there's so many dipshit students. They don't pay any attention. They don't care. 
they're too busy thinking that they're going to have some massive success in the future. A lot of these people aren't going to amount to anything. That's just, just bluntly the truth. I know I'm one of them. I didn't amount to anything. So, you know, you know, there for the, you know, what do they say there for the grace of God go I, you know, a lot of these people are going to have to come to that. And, uh, you know, they don't care. A lot of these people are too too uh, self-absorbed to ever know us. They're at the age where they would be self-absorbed. Uh, but now it's with social media and everything else. They're just, you know, beyond that. They're beyond hope. You know, they get offended by words. How would they get, how much more offended would they get with a, with a head that gets cut off in front of them and shown, yeah, this is, this is actually what happens to human beings. And they'll say, well, we all just, maybe we should just disarm everybody. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't happen. That's never going to happen, by the way, FYI. Because there's always going to be people that are going to say, here, oh, you want to disarm those people? Cool. Then we'll arm up the other side and we'll just, we'll just slaughter them. <laughs> Slaughters happen. Atrocities happen. <laughs> there, there isn't, the, the people at the very top are never, ever, ever going to stop the ability to have the overall supremacy to destroy the rest of the world. The only way we'll ever get to where any of this will ever go away. <laughs> and I don't think that even then is when the entire populations of the world can be safe in their own, uh, you know, person and dutifully armed. You should have the right to, the state has to be, um, decentralized, limited, I have no control over that. There's a reason why this is all going on. You think about the centralization of power of all sorts of entities, whether it be China's, you know, Beijing orbit, DC's establishment, the European Union, and you see what they do. They want to restrict everybody else's rights with their own. They want to lord over everybody else and make sure everybody else has to abide by their rules and their games and their concepts, irrespective of the rest of us. And of course, there are people that they, I heard they, I heard here on this campus, matter of fact, just recently, I heard some girls like, oh, I want to be a part of the FBI. And I'm thinking, what a self-deluded dum-dum you are. You know, they think that they're going to get into the FBI and they're going to solve crimes. They've been watching too many TV shows. They think that they're the good guys. <laughs> they're not the good guys. You know, they've attached a, a, a threat tag to anybody domestically who happens to be a supporter of Trump in any way, shape, or form. They're isolating, they're ostracizing, they're demonizing, they're labeling, they're doing everything they can to make the population fear them. That's not a way to run a country. That's That was Nazi Germany, by the way. You know, The only difference is there's a significantly, substantially greater uh, number of people who are quote, make America great again, because we want our country back. We don't want to be run by a bunch of thugs. And we don't care about your little communist utopia that you think you're going to put in place, because it's never going to happen. They, but they want to rule, they'll rule over the ashes. That's why they don't give a shit about law and order. That's why they want to, you say, defund the police. Until, of course, you know, their citizens in the major metropolitan areas start going, well, wait a minute now. I can't even get I can't even get protection from the thugs and the robbers and the thieves who always manage to get a hold of guns and ways to uh, terrorize the citizenry. And who do they have to turn to? Oh well, no, you don't want them to turn to cops. You know, not that I particularly care for those clowns, but uh, you know, it helps. I'm not trying to be anti-law enforcement, but uh, fact of the matter is, is you know, they sold out in 2020. They sold out three years ago, and now. You know, who can, how, how can you really vet them? They don't want to protect or serve anybody. They just want to get a paycheck. I'm just being mean. I mean, there, I'm sure there's some good law enforcement officials out there, but you know, how are you going to know that? How many of them are actually from their own communities? How many of them protect and serve their own, where they live, live in, until you live inside your uh, place that you enforce law enforcement. In other words, if you're not a member of the community, if instead you drive, out of your way to go to your job, well, then you don't have to live in it. You know, if you got a crime problem in Watts, I mean, 
if you don't live inside the community, you have no, no, uh, there's no, uh, personal investment to make it a better place. You can come and go as you please while those people have to stay there and live through that shit. And that's, what's been going on in, in these places. You have outsiders. The same, for example, uh, I'm, I know I'm way off subject, but I'm just ranting. So like California just put their Senator in and she isn't even from the state. She was living in Maryland. I mean, what does that say? <laughs> you can just come from anywhere and they can just install you, you know, just whatever. That's not democracy. <laughs> and of course, the left doesn't care about that. They talk about that shit all the time. They don't care about the country or republic or whatever. And I'm not just blaming them because they're leftists. Some of them are just too stupid to know anything. They're not paying any attention. And they got an, they got a, then they got an argument and excuse about everything. They say, you need to be tolerant. No, I don't. I don't have to be tolerant. I need to understand and, and, and try to be uh, considerate of uh, certain things, but tolerant? Why should I tolerate shit? I'm tolerating my country falling apart. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a good. That's good advice. <laughs> of course, they don't care. They they think that they're going to transform this. How are you going to transform it without no money? How are you going to? Tra- I mean, when I say money, how are you going to do it when your your country's, uh, you know, eyeball deep in debt or uh, literally sinking? Uh, people know. People are paying attention. Believe me, the world is paying attention to our debt problems. They're paying attention to when they're going to trigger the. Uh, dumping of U.S. Treasuries on the uh, market and then make a swallow that shit all the way whole. And I'm not going to get into it, but it's in trillions. It's in trillions of dollars. They all thought the chickens are going to come home to roost. And a lot of these people are going to get a rude awakening. And they're going to go, what happened? Exactly what happened? You just ignored it for so long until it, it showed up at your front doorstep. You know, when you when you have to pay fifteen dollars for a, a a carton of eggs, that might wake some people up, or worse. But of course, you know, those things don't matter. We live in a we're living in a time of absolute crisis and chaos, fifth gen warfare. It's just it's just subtle. So far, I give these people credit that are doing this to us. By the way, around the world, uh, they they they've. Uh, They've mastered the art of of creating hot spots and just moving them around enough so that no one can pay attention to the, the the deck chairs being shuffled on the Titanic as it goes down. And, you know, people aren't going to link these things together because they don't really think of it that way. They don't think of systems. They don't think of it as a the world as a massive system that these globalists have put together and they've been tearing it apart. Now they're setting it on fire bit by bit it's like uh you know if you think of like the borg cube or actually they had one that was a, a circle it's the same thing but instead of regenerating now it's de, de, de uh, disintegrating so they created this borg cube of how supply chains work how financial capital moves around how military operations i mean the u.s has what 800 bases worldwide how do how do we get to that point how is it that we, and I granted, out of those 800, probably there's 50 that are important and the rest are just like outpost with, you know, a battalion or, or you know, a small, uh, uh, small uh, grouping of people. But nevertheless, how is it that you build up 800 uh, military bases around the world? And why would you do that? That's just one, that's one aspect of the imperialism. But Aside from that, then you have all the these uh, massive UN, World Economic Forum, all these little overlays of these internationalist groupings that are intertwined, and the same people go from one one of these organizations or another, or on multiple uh, aspects of these organizations. There's a few people that are obviously uh, key to this whole thing. You know, they fly around, they make policy decisions, irrespective of being voted on by the people because they don't care about us. <laughs> they talked about them. They talk a good game about uh, giving people the right to, to weigh in. And that may be that's the, and to get back to the Israel thing. Um, that's part of that, that whole scenario when you think about it, because I guess uh, uh, Netanyahu was having, uh, it had passed some, they had some judicial laws and uh, it turns out that the, the security state there was very, 
uh, disenchanted with him. Um, I'm not going to pretend to know everything about Israeli politics because I don't. But, I mean, baby, he's been there for, what, going back to the 90s? I think he's been prime minister three or four times. I can't remember. He keeps on getting reinstalled. Um, you know, when I say reinstalled, re, uh, you know, re uh, uh, inserted into what the Knesset and, uh, you know, as a leader, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not an Israeli person. Um, as far as knowing what's going on there completely, but I know it's always a hot spot. It's always divisive. And then we have these anti, you know, obviously anti-Israel uprisings in the United States and around the world that are going on, which of course is very um, interesting. If you put it in perspective that this just magically gets launched in the last, you know, you know, from the attacks, it's almost like they were being uh, called on. Because, you know, because uh, I saw the flyers and the protests and I thought it was very uh, interesting that these all, all the, it's almost like they were uh, called up within hours or, or probably, who knows, maybe they even had some forewarning shocks on this. They said, get ready, you're going to be activated to, to, to start this uh, um, next phase of an operation that they, they certainly have been working on. Because we know there's a substantial number of people that are their 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 role in this whole diorama that's going on around the world is to, to uh, uh, you know be activists and uh, on on anything. We you know it happened during 2020 with the BLM riots and the Antifa. So I'm thinking a lot of those usual suspects are probably behind these too. They're not names. They're not people that anyone knows about. But they certainly are part of a network. Uh, this goes ties back to NGOs and whatnot, cutouts. So um, stands the reason that all this stuff's going on. Um, and of course, you know, if you're a part of it, I mean, for them, it's you know, um, despicable in, in many respects. You know, the idea that they should, uh, you know. They're just craving. They're just getting. But they're just getting paid off for being a part of this little uh, <laughs> collapse of the world. <laughs> uh, I mean, the world order that as we know it. Which, of course, you know, there's going to be benefits. There's always someone always benefits, and we know who that is. It's always the people most invested at the top that already know what's going on. They, uh, for example, I posted the other day with the oil prices. Uh, being massively um, volatile, moving from one thing to the next. So uh, moving up and down substantially. I think it went from, uh, in the last six weeks, it's gone up from, went from like set mid-70s up to 94, and then back down to, eight, it moved like $12 in a matter of like a week, and now it's going to be moving right back up because of the shit that's going on now. So if you're positioned in the market and you're told, hey, by the way, uh, you need to you know, rotate into oil and rotate in at this price uh, because things are that way you can benefit on it. There are always there's there's so much inside information. And of course, that 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 is going to be, you know, overlooked in this. Somebody's making money. They, I mean, you a lot of people say, well, you know, there are people that understand this better. than Yeah. And they can, they'll say, oh, well, they just guessed right. I go, yeah, everybody just guesses right, right? Just, you know, just by luck. <laughs> it isn't, it isn't, they're always looking for information, telltale signs. And then you hear, we haven't even got into the idea that how is it that all the security apparatus of the world, uh, especially in the Middle East and Mossad and uh, our intel operations here in the U.S., just missed this entire operation that was, planned for months if not year and at least a year in advance with the amount of uh, coordinated attack and from different angles and different uh, support mechanisms yeah you don't hide those things not anymore this isn't like world war ii by the way where you can you know there wasn't a substantial flyover now you know you got satellites you got all kinds of movements you got picking i mean they know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> when I say they, they know what I'm saying right now. I'm just not, you know, important enough to where it really makes any difference to, 
to the powers that be um, what I say or what I do. So how is it that these, these, uh, these entities were able to coordinate this entire attack and you never get, you know, there's no leaks. Boy, they're, 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 uh, they're special. Uh, they're that special. <laughs> they were that uh, closed lipped and tight. Now, uh, as uh, some people have noticed, uh, this was uh, almost intentional. Almost intentional. I mean, like, you know, like many things that have happened in, in history, uh, what we're told and what actually occurred are two totally different things. Um, and of course, you know, loose lips sink ships. So, uh, you don't get the, you won't get the real story until long after, you know, <laughs> the people that were, uh, able to have, uh, told you something about it because, you know, they got leverage on them. They'll just say, well, you know, obviously they can't tell because, you know, their families are involved. As long as you have something attached, you're attached to, they have leverage over you, you know. You open your mouth, we'll make sure you disappear or your family disappears. So they won't. They'll hold that secret. And, uh, yeah, I, there's this, probably a, a cadre of people inside Israel, um, inside our State Department, that knew full well what was going to go down and when it was going to go down. And it was it was inherently obvious. I mean, there's there's the people that were attached to this these uh the was it the Israeli Defense Forces uh, priorly that have said, you know, with it coming up on the, the 50 year anniversary and all this, it, it, it stands to reason that they couldn't have been this oblivious to what was going on or what was going to happen. So, yeah, don't don't get it twisted that they, that they didn't have substantial forewarning. They they probably knew <laughs> they probably almost knew from the outset. There's no way you can hide all this. There's just no way. So that's, of course, you know, now who, who pulled the trigger to make this happen? And why did they pull the trigger at that particular time? Besides the anniversary, uh, overlooking that. Were there other things that they had to get done? And, of course, just over the weekend, then you have McCarthy thinks he's got a second life and he wants to be reinstalled so that they can, you know, gin up the whole we need to fund Ukraine and Israel, and you can't do both. You can't do them separately. We have to do it together. We got to make it happen. Make it happen. And and by the way, we pull our, we're going to pull our uh, uh, carrier groups into the Middle East. We're going to pull away. Um, I mean, and strategically enough, it just so happens that Chuck Schumer has some, happens to be in Shanghai talking to some uh, Chinese uh, CCP member uh, about who knows what. I mean. There's what said, and he wasn't the only one. He was like, there's four other senators. Uh, Cassidy was one of them, who uh, it was actually Cassidy and Kennedy from Louisiana. And why is Louisiana important? LNG, export. So were they cutting deals to uh, to uh, smooth over relationships? It's like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll help you with your energy problem as long as you allow us to keep our, uh, uh, keep uh, getting uh, technology or getting, you know, chips from Taiwan. Uh, let's not make Taiwan. Maybe they were. That's what they were there for. We've had uh, everybody but Biden go over there to talk to these people, uh, which, of course, you know, <laughs> why would why would she? I, I guess she is supposed to talk to uh, uh, Biden in the future here. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't give a fucking. I'm sure she doesn't either. I mean, why would he want to listen to that bumbling fool? He's got his own plans between him and and of course Putin now and the alliances that they're putting together. I mean they're going they're going full. This is going full tilt. They're going to destruct the West, which I mean we're self destructing on our own, and they're just helping it. They're going to assist it all together. I mean it's uh, that's what this that's part and parcel. And then they can lock in their totalitarian rule. By the way, because see once they destruct once everything collapses here in the U.S. and in Europe. Then those particular, uh, you know, as we become subservient, that they have to, they all have to double down on all the authoritarian measures that they can, they can install. You know, that's what they want to do, and they'll they'll achieve it because they have enough military power, and they're just going to try to uh, overwhelm us with that. That's why they. That's why they're, you know, you know, of course, you no know, sooner you get the get these people in power. Uh, uh, they wanted to go after the guns. They they they're not gonna, they're never going to let up on that. 
they're going to create a big enough tragedy so that the retards will, will say, oh, yeah, we need to strip all these people of their weapons. These these MAGA folks are too dangerous. We got to get rid of them all. Yep. That's what they're going. They're going to use something. It's going to be big, whatever it all is in, on, on U.S. soil. And they'll blame uh, even even if it's obvious that it was done uh, premeditatedly by uh, domestic uh, not domestic uh, by our domestic intel or even our uh, supposedly our internationalist intel, you know, the CIA, if they all decide to co coalesce together and decide to uh, create an operation to set up anybody, it wouldn't be surprising. So that's just what happens. But as it stands, you know, you know. That's what so many of the people that, you know, that are wandering around in this country want, you know, they, they think that they think that they can be, uh, be freed from harm about everything and that the, the maelstrom won't come for them eventually. It is, and it's going to, it doesn't matter what they say, no matter what most people think they're going to, they're going to eventually have to deal with it. Uh, you know, it's easy to be an ostrich now, but uh, that's not going to happen in the future. They're going to, uh, you know, they're going to have to make do with a lot less. That's what's coming. I mean, there's just, you know, that's just the way, you know, that's the whole point of this is to, to, you know, reduce us to a substandard way of life, third world status. You know, everybody will be equally miserable. Those that of us, those of us that stick around, who aren't uh, eliminated in the process, eliminated through violence in the cities or starvation, depression, the vaccines, whatever, doesn't really matter. You know, most of these people aren't even gonna; they won't even understand what happened until it already is done. And if they are paying attention enough to to figure it out at some point along the way, well, you know. They'll say, what can I do about it? I, I'm just one person, which is true, which is true. You are just one person. But how long along, along the way, how, many, how much effort was put into, you know, making people aware, rallying, you know, hell. I feel like I've uh, um, not done nearly enough whether either being in warnings or, you know, doing things I'm not even very good at, but, uh, you know, you try your best, um, messaging or whatnot. Like I said, I was never an activist. I never, never saw that as my role in journalism. I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's in the eye of the beholder. Some people might think, I think that I'm a, much of a journalist or can't write or whatever. Yeah. That may be true too, or probably I would give I give it a, a confidence as high that I'm in that in that category. But there are there hasn't been enough leadership. Even even the people who have been you know I, I'm well aware of have done a lot of things in the past uh, um, three years in particular to try to wake up the masses. Most people will they they are just glad to go back to their glib little lives and do their little um, standard uh, daily routine and let things just keep on twisting, twisting out of control. It's easier. I mean, it, I guess in some respects it's easier to just keep on burying your head in the stand and just, you know, um, live on your knees, I guess. A lot of these people pr probably prefer that. Uh, taking a stand or putting up a fight is just not, you know, they used to be a characteristic of this country, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I think the case is just to to aimlessly wander through the their lives and expect that uh, things are going to stay the way they always have been because that's what they've been always accustomed to, even though things have been degrading for, you know, decades now, um, depending upon how you uh, uh, assess that. Whether it started in 1913 or 1865 or 
you know, hell, you can even say a couple decades after the founding, uh, uh, or a few decades, uh, after Jackson attempted to wean us off the stupidity of, uh, any centralization of banking. So you can hear the, uh, what am I looking at here? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, um, it's going to be a long uh, slog ahead. Uh, and sure, you know, the younger generation will probably be accustomed to what's going on. I mean, they're they're like boiled frogs already. They pretty much are used to not having uh, freedom or don't even realize what it was like to grow up in this country. And, you know, even the 70s and 80s, um, they're pretty content to hand over their information and probably probably be pretty content to have all the conveniences of uh, digital currency and tracking and trans you know they'll think it's just hunky dory um even even as uh the the dead the totalitarian technology technocratic prison will be uh you know embedded into their entire existence and their whatever family if they're allowed to have a family existence because we know that's part of this deal too with the the transhumanism or the I, that's why they they've been pushing this transgender stuff so hard too by the way or allowing it to be pushed so hard because they don't want that hey there's enough people if they can get them to sterilize themselves and they don't have to do that in the future or if they make that uh, the in vogue thing, and then it's like, oh, uh, then you have to like apply to have an, a, a family. You can't just do it on your own. It, there'll be regulations for certain folks. They'll be like, well, you know, we pre-selected you as uh, uh, for the opportunity to uh, put together a family, and then other people will say, well, you know, you didn't want to go along with this, or you uh, have too many violations in your. Uh, your past, so you won't be allowed the experience to to go ahead and do such things. Um, kind of goes together. It always does, you know. There's a plan ahead. They 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 didn't they didn't uh, they thought this one through pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty good, folks. So into the maelstrom that we go, and uh, we're going to have to. Uh, Yes, survive best way we know how. And um, I haven't really. I don't know what the saw the, the the there is there isn't a singular solution except for well I mean aside from God, <laughs> and I say that and not glibly but uh, it's just yeah. That's that's all. That's a such a, a massive amorphous thing that most people don't even want to conceptually even understand that either. Um, and when you present that as the as the only thing that they they should uh, do, you're you're basically telling them that uh, you're doing the same thing with the ostrich. And, and I I don't say that to belittle God. I'm saying that as there is no action. You just, uh, you just, you just, uh, uh, give yourself over to God and whatever will happen will happen if you, but do you believe in your own free will? Um, and what is that choice? Do you, you know, submit to the, to him or it or the entity or however you want to define, um, to say it's a, asexual or whatever, you know what I mean. The the being of that is God is going to be the only um, out, and the what you conceive of that being is always going to be incomplete, and that's probably the hardest thing for most people to even uh, accept. That's why faith is so. Um, such a touchy subject because nobody wants to be their belief system to be a uh, challenged about whatever that is. I can't tell you what that is going to be. You're just going to have to make it uh, 
the best you can with that. And of course, the people that are putting this uh, plan in place don't uh, don't conceive of God, or don't they think they are God? And they certainly think they have the technology in place to uh, supersede, you know, that which put together your your genome, your genetics, the 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 animals on the planet, the the geography, the geology, the the way it changes, the way it can be changed, and they think they've hacked all that. I mean, to quote Yavel, uh, hackable animals, a hackable planet. You know, it's always about hacking. It's always about butchering up, <laughs> to use a more crude or crass way, uh, cutting and slicing and dicing and. Like we're all just supposed to be uh, reduced to some elemental. You see, when they do that by getting down to that, and they think they're 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 breaking it down to such an infinitesimal bit, then they can say, "Well, that's not that's not that does there's no there's no uh, soul left, or there's no uh, uh, what is that infinitesimal bit particle." That makes the the world the way it is. That's what they've always they 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 go to the extremes of both ends, and by that I mean you have this massive thing called the universe, and you have the smallest particle that they've uh, um, defined or, or found. So you're at both extremes, and based upon those two extremes, they 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 they. Dehumanize, deplanetize. I don't know. How, I don't know what the word I'm looking for there, but what I mean is they 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 make things godless through those extremes. So they say they say, oh, there's this big universe, and you it, it can't be it can't one entity couldn't have made all this, or look at how how ir, uh, uh, look at how finite I've reduced down. What humanity, you know, the cellular or, or, or molecule, you know, what I'm talking about, the atom and then underneath the atom, the electron and the dark matter. And then uh, they've looked for the God pot, God particle, <clears throat> and that's what they call it. And between those two extremes, they, they've uh, they, they've uh, decided that, you know, there's no uh, there's nothing to be learned. There's there's no way uh, that a being of uh, power is controlling those two things because now they, they, they say they've accessed those two extremes, you know, that we uh, we're suddenly uh, as powerful as God, especially at the, the lowest infinitesimal down to genes and, and whatnot, the, you know, the mitochondria, etc. you know, beyond my scope of knowledge. So based upon that, they figure, well, you know, we can we can do what we please with human beings therefore we don't we no longer need as many of them we certainly don't need certain people to to uh, uh, continue on because they they know that they can genetically alter and manipulate and uh, destroy us that's what they really want to do now they, they've they have operated this as a military operation on all these different levels the psychological level um, obviously, um, the militaristic level, the financial level, uh, the transaction, the love they want to, they definitely don't want love in the world. They certainly don't want peace. They want conflict. They've, 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 uh, they, they laid their cards out and they said, Ooh, with this pandemic, there's going to be lots of tension. Yeah. They made that tension. They wanted it that way. They wanted to put it, they antagonistically put people against each other and they keep on being against each other. You know, they they set up they set up this whole dichotomy, the Hegelian, because they they have a goal. Their end goal has nothing to do with us. Their end goal has to do with them uh, getting. They seized power, and now they're they're. It, people say, "Oh, their plan is failing." Well, see, the thing is, is their plan can be failing, and they just they just roll out something new, or roll out the next conflict, the next crisis that they have to shove in your face as long as they can, can and, and they know that there's enough people that are just 
just not not aware enough to give a fuck. I mean, or not able to comprehend this. And of course, they have the media, they have the propaganda to a propaganda war, uh, a militarized propaganda uh, against people, against groups. That's why they they keep on rolling out the, the they just keep on ratcheting it up, turning up the heat. Their their plan may be failing, but of course they just they just come up with a new new angle. They 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 because there's all there's nobody leading the opposition. There's there's just lone voices like myself that are <laughs> trying to access all this and trying to figure it out. And I you know I'm a bum, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally speaking. I am a bum. I'm a I'm a man without a home, and it almost feels like a man without a country. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but it isn't going to be good. At least not for me, as we go into the maelstrom. So I prattled on for 50 minutes, and um, I hope everybody out there gets themselves prepared the best way they know how, and I can't offer you solutions but uh, um, I'll pray for you I pray all humanity can um, well the ones that are not pulling the strings I they say pray for your enemies <sighs> boy oh boy that's so hard for me I, it's so hard but yeah Pray that they'll see the light. Um, there's just so many, so many people that don't will never, ever, ever see that light because there's nothing in it for them to do that. So I'll leave it there for now. And um, here's the hope that somehow that reaches uh, people that can be changed or their minds can be changed. So God bless the United States of America. And God save the world.